Hi, everybody. This is Tony Kahn, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. Since the advent of email, I'm guessing that uh, the number of people who have been showing up at their local post office has been going down. In my case, way down. I'm born with that gene that makes you pick the wrong line no matter what, especially at post offices, so I generally don't show. But as I learned not long ago, when I did have to go to the mail office to pick up some stamps, the role of the post office to keep people in touch with people has not diminished at all. When I dropped by that place, I was taken care of by a counter clerk. And taken care of is really putting it mildly. If I were a stamp, I would have felt like I had been licked by an angel. Her name was Testa Costa. She's a third-generation postal worker. And when she asked me if there was anything else that she could do for me after the stamps, I said, could you come down to WGBH and let me talk to you for an hour in our studios? So she did. And here, signed, sealed, and delivered is her story. Today's morning story we're calling A Kindred Spirit. There's a little old man named Pasquale who comes in. Nothing too spectacular about him. He's just a little man. and I remember the first time I met him, he was over at the other side of the lobby, and I said, Hi, can I help you? He said, Yeah, carry me. Because, you know, he felt he was feeling rather old. He had a large package. Um, Mrs. Cornell. In the summertime, she's down the Cape. We always know when summer's over because Mrs. Cornell is back. We close at 5.30, and she's there at the dot of 5.28 or 5.29, and... Always the same thing. Excuse me, darling, it's very important. I have this card that has to get to my niece. So we talk about the weather. Nothing too spectacular, but it's a connection. All right, thanks a lot. All right, take care. Can I help you? Lee comes in fairly regularly. Um, always perfectly dressed, long trench coat, little black beret, tilted just slightly askew on the side of his head. And we spoke for months and months before I ever found out he was a drummer for Duke Ellington and many other bands. I've just never brought it up before. Even in just small ways, people stand out. Betty, who came in once, she said, I was at the farmer's market, and I just bought you a pair. I thought you'd like a pair. So okay. Sometimes, really, people open up. 9-11, of course, springs to mind. It was, we didn't have a lot of customers. A few people came in just to have things postmarked and mailed to themselves with the date on it. But some people just had to come in and talk. People would have their hands out, and you could see them struggling. And if I know them well enough, I'll, I'll touch a hand, just a little brief pat. Um, it's amazing. It can go both ways. I remember when my father died. I had been a window clerk for a couple of years in the same place here in Arlington. And... Uh, I got a letter from Betty. I had quite a few customers come up to me, just, you know, touching my hand, give me a little piece of candy, you know, just you know, thinking about you, dear, how are you doing? And it's really special. We are all interconnected. And anytime I get proof of that, I appreciate it. I have to Xerox this. I'll be right back. Uh, I have the keys of red I guess, growing up, I always felt a little bit like a changeling. I always felt as if, some, you know, I had been dropped off by gypsies. Everyone else was very normal. My brother's a 
nice conservative gent, and my mother was a, a Sunday school teacher. I was like, where am I getting this weirdness? I remember when I was in grade school and high school, I became sort of a passion junkie. I uh, started you know, going to the Hare Krishna temple. I started you know, going to the Pentecostals, the Christian scientists, a Catholic church, just to see that connection, just to remind me that people so different from you can really make you feel a part of something bigger than yourself. And that's what it is, it's a kindred spirit and how we are all in this together. When my aunt from Nebraska came over, she said, you remind me of Laura. Laura was, I believe, a great aunt or a distant cousin, Laura, who was, she ran off and joined the circus. And she was in an act with her husband, Laura and the Amazing Egbert. And they had a motorcycle act. And she would ride around on a motorcycle with a lion in the sidecar. This is a story I heard. I, you know, they tell me that there were postcards around with her, you know, doing the wall of death. With the motorcycle climbing higher and higher up this circular wall. And she had had enough of small town living, which is what South Boston was back then, I suppose. I guess she was looking for something more. I remember I had one little old lady came in and she said to me, make sure you do everything that you want to do when you're young. Because when you get older and you can't do it, you'll regret it. And she had a little sparkle in her eye and I looked at her and I said, so did you do everything that you wanted to do? She said, oh yes, oh yes. When I took this job, I realized that this was the one thing that they could never completely get rid of, the window clerk. There's always going to have to be someone out there. I mean, I want to keep this job till I've retired. I'm terrible at job interviews. I'm terrible at anything, pretty much everything else. It really seems to be just the spot for me. I had a woman I remember, it's the dead of winter. And she had a package. She was all bundled up. And she just was, obviously, just dragging. And so she put this package up. She goes, I'm mailing this for someone else. I said, okay, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Who's this for? And she said, oh, my neighbor. She said, I can't, you know, she's just too frail and she doesn't really can't really do anything and I show I shovel her walk and I do her errands for her and uh, I don't know sometimes she's she just seems to think that some angel is going to come down and take care of everything for her and I pointed her and said and there you are and she stopped she said I guess so and I loved that I love this job oh yes Oh, yes. That was today's morning story from the lovely Testa Costa of my local zip code a kindred spirit we called it I, I was also thinking of calling it Gary Gary Mott is here with me in the studio as always a passion junkie but somehow I thought that might yeah that's give uh, the wrong connotation you yeah, know not she's totally accurate right. she is an artist in encounters there are people who will not forget their one time in line with Testa Costa and it's just because she lets them feel like themselves. What a gift that she has. And 
you know, that can make someone's day. Well, you know, not just your day. I think it can make your life in some ways in the sense that you might find that it's a moment that you really don't forget. Um, heaven knows you never know the moments that you have an impact on somebody that may be lifelong unless they tell you. But it could be from a very simple thing that just, as the years go by, becomes a touchstone for a moment where you unexpectedly had that little moment of grace where you got to be with an absolute stranger and that stranger felt to you like somebody who was very close. Tess told me uh, that um, she hasn't traveled much. She did go on one vacation, she said, to Memphis, Tennessee to go to Graceland. And she said, you know, it's not that I'm an Elvis fan. I'm an Elvis fan fan. I went to see people experience that closeness with each other and that sense of being part of something bigger who happened to experience it through Elvis. She is remarkable. I just think such a gem. I'm so glad to, to find her. Although I expect, you know, you look around, you find these people wherever you are. You know, speaking of traveling, um, I was for three years a uh, customer service agent for a major airline. Mm at O'Hare Airport in Chicago. Mm-hmm. An airline that still exists to this uh, day? It, it does. Well, no, <laughs> no doubt, no small measure to you, probably. <laughs> well, I can count on maybe one hand the rewarding experiences that I had. Mm. It was a constant barrage of dealing with delayed flights. For which you're held or, personally responsible. Of course. A right? hundred people in front of me and the flight is 15 minutes from departure. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle of some complex ticketing transaction. I just, it was a hateful job. Did anybody ever do you a favor, recognize you as a person there? The favors that people did for me were to simply be pleasant. Well, wow. Something that made me feel like I was more than just a guy checking them in and you know, slinging their bags onto yeah. the belt. Who practice that kind of, you know, I think about all these x-ray machines, you know, they're all, the all, x-ray machines are always looking for something bad. But what if we had the capability of having a kind of x-ray that allowed us to look just past the uniform to see the person, hmm. you know? Just to practice that kind of x-ray vision, which you don't have to be Superman to have. You know, you do everybody a favor if you can if you can realize that every situation you're in can be a person-to-person situation. Granted, if it's a speeding truck coming at you, get out of the way. But otherwise, you know, if you can establish eye contact across the counter, boy, it's amazing the kinds of things that can happen. Sure. The, as, as you know, we asked you a couple of weeks ago to let us know where in your pocket you put morning stories in the course of the day. It gives us a good picture of our, the relationship we have with you and what we can do to make it better. And we've been hearing wonderful things. Be sure to keep in touch. Let us know where you where you are getting us and send us pictures, if you'd like, of where, where we end up, too. We'd like to know what kind of trip we're being taken on as well. In fact, if you're in some place that you are even surprised you ended up in, I'd love to know about that, too. So... Make sure to get in touch with us. Morning Stories at WGBH.org is the uh, most direct way to contact us. And before saying goodbye, a deep hello, as always, to the people at Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software, the organization, dare I call them, the Benevolent Society that has kept us going as a podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Check them out at their website, ipswich.com, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And we'll see you next week. 
Save that Friday and keep your ears clear. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.